everybody. My name is Haley, and this is what I assume will be called the Gifted and Talented Pod. I still need to look at Spotify and make sure that that name isn't already taken, but for right now, that's what it is. In this episode, I will be talking about my struggles with comparison and my struggles with anxiety and feeling inadequate. And then I'll also be talking about setting boundaries and my personal experience with learning how to set boundaries and the positive impact that that has had on my life. Just to tell you a little bit about myself, my name is Haley Shavey. Uh, My last name is S-C-H-E-W-E. It's super weird. I grew up riding horses. I still ride horses. And I'm a junior in college. And I've always really liked social media and things like that. And I actually had an Instagram account dedicated to my horses where I just posted my runs and um, tried to connect with other people who had similar interests. And I had that account for about five years. And it was only... Um, recently deactivated because I wanted to try something new and I go in a uh, go in a little bit of a different direction. So maybe this will be it. I'm not sure, but for now, um, this is just a fun new thing for me to try out. So when I first started comparing myself to others, um, I feel like I was pretty young. I think that that's just natural to do in any sport, no matter how old you are. I started competing at three. And no matter what you do, um, if you're competitive at all, you know that people are ranked first, second, third, and there's always a winner and there's always a loser. And I think you always internalize that to some extent. And you always feel a little bit bad about yourself if you don't quite rank as high as you thought you would or do as well as um, you feel you could have done. And it is disappointing. In any sport, the highs are very high and the lows are very low, and I've always really struggled with the mental aspect of it all. I started reading some books on sports psychology when I was pretty young. Um, One was with winning in mind, and then the second one was chop wood, carry water. Those are the two that I remember the most. And I'd read those books, and I would do the little exercises that they have you do, And they would work for me for a short period of time. They'd make sense while I was reading the book. I felt like I was really internalizing what the books were saying. But then after a couple days, I would felt like I still reverted to my old ways of thinking. And I continued to get anxious before competing. I kept comparing myself to other people. I kept feeling like I wasn't as good as everyone else. And I just could not find a long-term solution to those problems. Becoming really anxious has always been something that I've struggled with, even outside of riding horses and competing. I've um, always hated speaking in large groups, introducing myself to new people. Um, Just doing anything really outside of my comfort zone has been really hard for me, especially as I've gotten older. I remember it being easier when I was a kid, but as I've gotten older, it has definitely gotten a lot worse. I know a lot of people that can relate to that and so I've been thinking of different things that have helped me personally and things that I can share with um, anyone out there that might be struggling and I actually follow this Instagram account called I go to therapy and I saw a post on my Instagram feed this morning and it was basically um, a couple different ways or sorry a couple different lies that your anxiety tells you is the title of the post and I wanted to share some of those with you. The first lie that anxiety tells you, according to this post, is that worrying keeps you safe. Worrying doesn't stop bad things from happening, it only keeps you from enjoying the present. 
Worrying and overthinking does not prepare you for the future, and in some cases, it might result in you missing out on something that could be really good, whether that is moving or applying for a new job or making new friends. And it's important to determine whether the worry that you're feeling is your body trying to tell you that something is dangerous or that you might be harmed in some way or if it's just anxiety causing you to miss out on something. Worrying isn't a bad thing by any means, and it's natural and it's designed to protect us, but in some cases, it's just not needed. Another really important point from this post that I want to share is that worrying convinces you that your thoughts are facts. If you take your anxieties or your intrusive thoughts at face value, your mind convinces you that they're real, and they're not. And I think that this is important to remember when you're comparing yourself to others, because in your head, you feel like this other person is better than you, or they're prettier, or they're more prepared than you are, and that you're less in some way, when in all actuality, that's not the case. I think it's also important to note that eliminating these bad thoughts and building your confidence doesn't happen overnight, and it is an extremely long and sometimes unforgiving process. And I think the first step is to look inward and think about the things that make you feel bad or think about the situations that you feel the least confident in and figure out why that might be. Why do you feel like you're not prepared to be successful? Why do you feel like you think you're worthless? If you're wanting to change something, what is that and why? Something that I've always had an issue with is feeling like other people were always looking at me and waiting for me to fail and that if I made a mistake in in front of someone that they would remember that for the rest of their lives. And I was always so afraid of doing bad in front of other people or making a tiny mistake. One thing that's so important to remember is that no one is thinking about you half as much as you think that they are. People are incredibly self-centered and they're too busy having the same thoughts that you're having to even worry about what you're doing. The only people that go around with the sole purpose of picking out others' flaws are people that aren't satisfied themselves. And anyone else's preconceived idea of who you are or what you're like is not your fault. Something else that I've also struggled with is living up to other people's expectations and meeting my own. I mentioned earlier that I've always had really high expectations of myself. My parents have always had really high expectations for me. And it doesn't feel good when I don't meet those. And I think a big part of this anxiety that I've always felt is not wanting to let people down. I don't think being a people pleaser is a bad thing. I think it's natural to want to make everyone happy. But there's only so long you can do that before it quickly becomes impossible and before you start to get mentally and physically burnt out. When you're young, you obviously want to please your parents and you obviously want adult validation and gratification. You want to be told that you're doing a good job. And as you get older, that doesn't go away. You still want to please people. And at the same time, you have more responsibilities and the stakes are higher and it gets overwhelming. Just to give you an example, when I was younger, my parents always expected that I had good grades. I've always had pretty good grades. I've tried hard in school and that's just a continuing expectation that my parents have held for me as I've gotten older. 
My mom has also held really high expectations for me in my writing. It's a incredible privilege to even own horses and do what I do. And naturally, I want to do it very well. And like most parents, my dad has worked very hard for me to be able to do what I do. So I want to make them proud. I want to put in the work. And that requires writing every day. It requires an extensive amount of time. And as I've gotten older, it's been harder and harder to dedicate that time and that effort into being good while balancing everything else in my life, including school. So here I am trying to do well at writing and trying to do well at school. And the two are not helping the other. I always feel like I am doing well in one area and another area is suffering and I can never find that perfect balance. And as everyone knows, that is just the tip of the iceberg. As you get older, you get more independence, but you also have much, much more responsibility. And you might have this hobby or this sport that you really enjoy doing, but you also might have to work to afford that hobby. And you might go to school as well. And you might be trying to buy a house or a car or start your career or do any number of things that come naturally as you get older. And as you grow and take on more of these responsibilities, the people that love you probably hold you to the same expectations they held you to when you were younger. So not only are you growing and trying to maintain all of these different areas of your life, you're trying to live up to the same expectations that you have previously been able to live up to and maybe it's getting harder. And don't even get me started on how freaking hard it is to be stressed and feel overwhelmed. And then you open up Instagram or Facebook and you can just scroll down your feed and see all of these people that are your age or that maybe do a similar thing to what you're doing. And they just seem to be so successful and they just seem to be living their best lives without a care in the world. And you're looking at them and you can't help but think, what am I doing wrong? It is so debilitating looking at people's highlight reels all day long because that's what they are. They're highlight reels. And it's so, you know that they're not real. And you know that their lives probably aren't as perfect as they seem to be on social media. But looking at that, you do internalize it. And trying to balance all of these different facets of your life as you're growing and changing as a person and having all of these new experiences and experiencing these different dynamics comes at a cost. Whether that's maybe not cleaning the house as often as you should or getting a little lax on brushing your teeth or showering. And when you're overwhelmed or when you're burnt out, those tiny minuscule everyday tasks suddenly seem huge. And in my experience, when one thing starts slipping, everything else follows until your life starts to snowball. That is inevitable and it's also extremely normal because we are only people. We're not perfect and we cannot do everything as much as we feel like we should. And although I feel like this is an extremely normal thing to experience, I feel like the number one thing that has helped me when this starts happening is setting boundaries. Everyone gets burnt out and everyone gets overwhelmed and there's no other cure than taking time for yourself and doing less. We live in a hustle culture 
And we're told that if we aren't being productive and doing as much as we can in one day, that we're not valuable and we won't be successful. I didn't realize until recently that people are taking pre-workout supplements to get through an average day. We're being sold pills and drinks and any number of things so that we can work harder and do more in one day and sleep less and get more accomplished. And I think that that's an unsustainable and impractical way to live life. You have to acknowledge that you have limits and you have to give yourself the rest that you need both mentally and physically. And I know for many people, that's not a feasible thing to do. You might have work, you might have kids or other obligations, and you can't come home and relax anytime you feel like it. You might not have anything that you can eliminate during the day. But I think it is important to take a look at everything you do in a day and ask yourself, is there anything that I can get rid of that will bring me a little bit of peace? You don't always have to be the one doing it all. Sometimes other people can pick up the slack. And you might feel guilty for canceling plans on friends or on family. And maybe your parents or others will wonder why you're slacking or not doing as much. And you don't owe anyone an explanation for that. Taking care of your mental health should be your number one priority. You cannot keep filling other people's glasses with water if yours is empty. You need to take time for yourself. And I know it's not easy to admit to yourself that you can't do as much as you thought you could do. You're not superwoman, you're a normal person and you have to allow yourself a little bit of grace. And that doesn't make you lazy, that doesn't make you a bad friend, that doesn't make you unmotivated, and it will not make you unsuccessful. I do love social media, but as I've mentioned before, it is a highlight reel. And no one likes talking about their struggles and no one is honest. And because of that, it makes you feel like you're alone when you're not. If you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, I really do encourage you to reach out to friends or family members because they know what you're going through and they might be able to offer you support or even just a listening ear. It's important to know that you don't have to go through anything alone and that you do have other people that care about you. I also want to give a little disclaimer that I know having anxiety and feeling anxious from time to time are two completely different things, and I did use those two terms interchangeably in this episode, and that was my bad. I recognize that actually having anxiety or depression or any other form of mental illness requires much more than just taking a break and stepping back for a bit, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not trying to diagnose you or myself. And this episode should really just be taken with a grain of salt. It's meant for people that might have had similar experiences to me. And it just gives me a chance to vent and share um, some advice that I hope is helpful to someone who's listening. That being said, I think it's time to wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear any suggestions or comments that you have. My Instagram is Haley underscore Shavy, S-C-H-E-W-E. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye.